she was embarrassed to tell me that it was possible that someone else was my father because, and I quote, I drank a lot, I did a lot of drugs, and I tried to kill it. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an Ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for Not Parent Expected or Non-Paternal Event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 70. Did you know there have been over 30 million DNA test kits taken in the U.S.? I learned that yesterday. Uh, Yesterday, I went to a Right to Know webinar. These are monthly webinars put on by the advocacy group Right to Know. You can find more information about them at righttoknow.us. And their monthly webinars center around DNA and around race and ancestry and genetic identity. I went to one yesterday. It was fascinating. Did you know that blue eyes have only been around for about six to 10,000 years? I didn't know that. They thought that this was introduced by Anita Foman yesterday, one of the two speakers on the webinar. And she said, blue eyes were a genetic mutation. They most likely came around for humans living in cooler climates, that they got this genetic mutation of blue eyes, and that people must have mated with people with blue eyes. Maybe they thought it looked cool, but either way, we now have blue eyes as part of our gene pool. So it's a kind of a more recent trait. But if you are interested in attending one of these webinars, go ahead and check out righttoknow.us. And they do talk about genetic identity as well, which is important for people listening to this podcast. This podcast is where we collect stories about NPEs, people that had a non-paternal event. I had a non-paternal event after I took an Ancestry DNA test kit a couple of years ago. And we have an NPE on today who's going to share her story. And I believe she's on right now. Hi, Shay. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for sharing your story today. I I know you've listened to the podcast. We were just talking about that. But the format is we find out a little bit about your family of origin and then how you found out you were an NPE and what life's been like for you since. So, okay. I I don't know your background, so go ahead, Shay, and <laughs> tell me about your family of origin. 
my uh, my original family, uh, I guess. See, it's so funny because I feel like I have multiple original families, but um, my original family consisted of uh, me and my mom living with my grandmother, two of my uncles, and one of my aunts. And um, and I was led to believe at a very young age that my dad was my biological father was had passed away. And, um, a couple years, I was probably like four years old where my mom ended up meeting my birth certificate father who would come to adopt me eventually. And I was very fortunate for that. He was incredible. Um, so, uh, I ended up having, uh, my first brother was born when I was six and at about eight years old. Uh, my mom and my birth certificate father would end up getting divorced. And my mom, in her typical fashion, let me know about the divorce, my dad moving out, Santa, and the fact that my biological father was not dead in one foul swoop. <laughs> so, oh. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She was, uh, she was good. <laughs> um, well, with that being said, I ended up getting uh, a name some years later, just a first name and then a rough last name. I didn't really have a lot to go on. Um, but I would end up finding who my birth certificate father was, um, when I was 20 and I met him and he was great. And we maintained a relationship for, uh, about 15 years. And, uh, when I, so in Christmas of 2017, uh, I got my boyfriend a ancestry DNA test because his family does all the DNA stuff and they love it. And it's so much fun. So I got one for him so he could kind of join in. And then I started thinking, you know, me and my son don't really know anything about my biological father side or my mother's biological father side. So we both took a DNA test and um, got the results, you know, a couple of weeks later. And I, I, I scroll down and I'm looking, I'm like, I don't recognize any of these people. And I see at the top, I'm like, huh, that is not my biological father's initials. Who, who is this? So, um, I like to say I'm a double NPE because obviously I was lied to very young. And then I was told my father was alive in someone else. And then, um, and then he was someone else again. So, Oh, that, yeah. that almost might be like a triple. Yeah, it MVP. feels a little bit like it. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it was uh it was rough. It's it's been I I struggled with wanting to do this podcast. I go, went back and forth and honestly, even up until today, I, I was kinda hmm, I don't know if I'm gonna do it because there is no talking about it with my mom. Um I have the person who I thought was my biological father has actually since stopped talking to me because he's not my biological father. Uh, I haven't talked to my birth certificate father in eight years now. And so <laughs> it was kind of, I, I kind of felt like this news um, really changed a lot of things for the bad, but it, it really gave me a lot of good too. Cause I got, you know, I got siblings out of the deal and I got, you know, great aunts and awesome cousins. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's really the, the basis of like how I found out. 
So your your NPE, the final one, we'll call it, was when you took this DNA test and you saw your birth father's sibling or you saw your birth father's initials, which were different than what you'd believed, show up. How did you, what, what happened after you saw these initials? So I, honestly, I, I, uh, I shut my phone down (laughs) and I, and I ignored it. I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just seeing it wrong or I got to kind of sit and think about this. So I actually didn't look at it again for, for a couple days. Cause I just, I couldn't wrap my head around being lied to again. Um, eventually I would open it back up and I would kind of, I, I scrolled down and I, I didn't want to contact him. And I, I don't know why, but I just gut feeling don't contact him yet. And I didn't. And I ended up reaching out to an aunt and I believe a second cousin who would eventually put me in touch with him. Um, I finally got to talk to him and we talked on the phone and he let me know that I am the oldest of nine kids that he knows of. No, sorry, 10 kids that he knows of. Um, He knew I would find him someday because all of his kids have found him except for me that he knows of. (laughs) Um. So oh, uh, he, the, knew, the, he knew yeah. of your existence. Yeah, he did. Uh, because he and who I thought my biological father was got a picture of me when I was a couple months old with my first and my last name on it. And they got the same picture. So. Oh, so your mom sent both your birth father and the other man she said was your birth father a picture of you as a baby. So I actually don't know if it was my mom. She pretty much uh, denies sending it. Um, and when I confronted her about it, she denied knowing who he was until I showed him a showed her a picture and said his name. And then she broke down and cried and she told me the story. And you want me to tell you what she said or is that? Sure. I mean, right? we've, you know, it could be, of course it's hearsay, but let's hear what your mom told you. Yeah. So what, and it it is absolutely hearsay because I don't, they both have very different sides of the story. And, Mm -hmm. um, but what my mom told me personally was, um, that, um, she ended up going down to Florida to meet her biological father who she knew about. Um, he just wasn't in the picture. It wasn't like a big mystery who he was. He just wasn't in the picture. And my, um, first biological father the one who i thought was my biological father took her down there and they end up breaking up down there and that's where she would meet my father my actual biological father um i it seems as though they had a relationship for a couple months and she lived down there and she got pregnant and she was embarrassed to tell me that it was possible that someone else was my father because and i quote i drank a lot I did a lot of drugs and I tried to kill it and she didn't want to tell me. Oh. It took me a minute to, to grasp that I was it. Uh, so yeah. So she was trying to get rid of you in her own way by doing, by drinking and doing drugs. Yes. Yep. So you're, 
birth father, she had said had passed away. Yeah. She, that that was just a story she she chose to tell you? So, I, um, to be honest with you, I'm not sure of that either, because I don't know if there was another guy in the mix that maybe got a picture. I, unfortunately, she's not, um, she doesn't want to talk about it. It's not, you know, she doesn't think I should talk about it. She thinks I should just forget about it. And so I, I don't get a lot of answers from her and, um, anybody still living that could answer the questions won't answer the questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many lies. It's, you don't even know what to believe anymore when you just keep hearing them your whole life. No, it's, it's so bad. Um, but it, there is a lot of silver lining, though. I ended up with, uh, I have an incredible aunt. And the first time I talked to her, it was, it was mind-blowing. I, I, I picked up the phone and and she goes, is that my baby girl? And I I lost it. I couldn't even talk for a couple of minutes because I was just so, um, I was so emotional. I never, you know, uh, I've never been received by like that by anybody in my family, let alone you know, let alone someone I just met. And, uh, it was, it was pretty great because what I also found out. So growing up, I was, I was always different. I, I have the really, really dark hair, really, really dark eyes. I'm very artistic. I, I, you know, I, you know, I have a children's book published. I draw, I paint, I write, I do all that stuff. And I never, I never got that from anybody. It never came from anyone. And, uh, it wasn't something my mom really nourished in me. She just knew that I could do it and, you know, kind of ignored it. But my biological father's family is a family of artists and musicians. And, and it's just, it's, it's crazy. And it's so cool to see because my son plays instruments naturally and I can't do that. So I didn't know where he got that from. And now I know. You have this artistic side and that has even been passed down to your son. That's now making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. You have a children's book published. Can I ask what it's called? I'll put it in the show notes. Oh yeah. Um, it's actually called uh, welcome to creep town and uh, the 400th ween. And it's, um, it's a very young kid's book. It's like a bedtime story. Oh, that's awesome. I'll put that in. I can't wait to look that up. Thank you. Talk to me about, well, first, let me just summarize what you said about your incredible aunt. And then I want to ask about her because I know when I get love from an older woman who is matronly and warm and loving and accepting, I just eat it up. I'm just, it's what I've wanted ever since I was a little girl. And I think that's what I kind of heard come from you when you were talking about (laughs) when your incredible aunt said, is this my baby girl? Is, is this now a newfound biological aunt? Yeah. Yep. It's my dad's sister. It's my biological father's sister. Um, yeah, she's, she's incredible. I, I never, I never got that love from my mom. I was, you know, kicked out very young and brought back to pay rent and then kicked out again and then brought back to pay rent. And, um, it was, I, I actually, there was one point I was, I was actually homeless in Florida and 
I, I never knew my aunt lived like an hour away from where I was homeless in Florida. And uh, she cried and I cried and she's, she just said, I, I, I would have taken you in. You would have been mine. That would have been it. And um, mm-hmm. it was just, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's sweet. No, it was, uh, yeah, she's a me. Sorry about that. Give me a second. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, she's she's amazing. She is everything everything you'd want in an aunt and a mom. And, you know, she has two daughters who, you know, the, they flat out joke around all the time and say, you know, our mom's just going to adopt you and and so on. And, and I, oh, I love it. I'm so lucky to have met them. I'm so glad you have that now. Better now than never. <laughs> Yeah. How did you make contact with her? So it's, um, I actually messaged her on Ancestry and she emailed or messaged me back and said, I think you're my sister. Cause she asked who my father's name was and I told her or who I thought it was. And, um, that is also her father's name. So she actually thought, I was her sister because uh, her dad was a little bit on the promiscuous side, uh, like father, like son, it seems. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, she messaged me and I told her and then um, she's like, well, what's your, what's your name? Like, cause my full name isn't on ancestry. And I told her and she said, wait a minute, you're my, and then my real name. She goes, I've seen a picture of you. I've been waiting for you. She goes, you are my brother's baby and so on. And it just, it, yeah, from there it was within a couple hours, I was on the phone with her and we were having, you know, a couple hours long conversation and it was, yeah, it was amazing. Mm. Mm. All through an ancestry message. I'm, you know, sometimes people do get, get back to you. I, I, did she reach out to you at first or did you reach out to her? I I actually reached out to her because I saw her. I didn't fully understand the Santa Morgans and stuff like that. I obviously saw my sons and my father pop up as you know paternal, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, parental matches. And then she was actually in close family, so I didn't know what that meant because it didn't say sister or aunt or anything. It just said close family. And then if, as I scrolled further down, I I recognized a couple cousins from my mom's side. So I didn't, I had no idea if it was going to be, you know, a sister uh, or whatnot. Um, So I messaged her and I said, Hey, we're related from, uh, I think my biological father's side, you know, I'd love to find out more about, you know, that side, seeing how I don't know anything. And, uh, and she messaged back pretty quickly, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, the close family, when I, I remember that about ancestry, the, how they just lump people into close family. And they could be, I guess, yeah, aunts, uncles, um, half siblings, maybe first cousins, niece, nephews. Yeah, it can be a, a variety of things that does get confusing if you don't know how the Centimorgans work, yeah. which nobody does right away. We all become experts no. in it as we read up on it, but none of us understand it in the beginning. Are you still in contact with your mom right now? 
Um, I actually, yes. So, uh, very uncomfortably, she rents the apartment upstairs for me for now. <laughs> so I see her more than I, I kind of want to, but, um, I also don't want to inhibit a relationship between her and my son. She's not around much. She doesn't want to be around much, but I, uh, I don't want to take her away from my son. So I have, I do have contact with her. We just, we don't have the relationship that she wants everyone to think we have. Um, so when, when you talk to her, we're best friends and we hang out all the time. And then if you see the reality of it, uh, she lives upstairs and I might talk to her once a month. I get it. I understand. <laughs> yeah. And I know we're in COVID right now. We're recording this in February of 2021, but it sounds like you'll be, you have this relationship blooming re- relationship with your half sister and your aunt and your cousins. Um, what's in the future for you with your family? So uh, we were talking funny, just talking today uh, with my cousins about the possibility of doing um, sort of like a family reunion at the halfway point between us. And that would be somewhere in North Carolina. Um, I don't know if you'd still call it a family reunion if you've never actually met them, but <laughs> that's true. You know, for lack of a better term, that's what we're calling it. So um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully sometime this year, I'll get to meet not only them, but my sister and um, yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be more hugging than I ever think Aww. I ever thought possible. I'm sure, but I am, uh, I'm not a big hugger, but I'm totally gearing up for it. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, Getting my getting my hugging arms on, I think. So uh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. You're just like me. You're like, yeah, I'm not a hugger. I'm a little mean. <laughs> That's just a little bit. <laughs> no, I get it. I identify with that as well. <laughs> um, so I know you listen to this podcast, and and we're also talking about before you listen to everything's relative with Eve Sturgis. What other things, or do you have anything helpful that has helped you with your kind of your shocking NPE news? Anything that's been helpful for you with your healing? So I, I tried, um, I'm on, I'm on some of the Facebook groups. The Facebook groups are a little hard because it seems on my biological father's side, there's quite a few NPEs and I'm just not, um, super open to, all the connections they want me to make with him. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I kind of veer away from that, but honestly it's, it's kind of the podcast and, you know, art and uh, it's all relative that I really kind of gear to. And and my boyfriend, I love him so much. (laughs) I talk his ear off sometimes and um, you know, he's been immensely helpful and he actually just started listening to your podcast too. Cause I thought it would give him some perspective um, as to why, like, I don't know, I guess I'm crazy now, <laughs> maybe, yeah. but, um, but it's, and, and it seems to be helping, but, uh, I don't have a ton of resources, but it's the ones I have are, are great. So, yeah. And what you were just saying about your, your boyfriend and props to him for being such a source of support to you, but having our close friends and family members really understand why we're obsessed over this, why this has consumed our lives. Um, 
and maybe I'm using too strong of terms there depending on the person, but that if they can listen to a couple podcast episodes, if they, you know, because the Facebook groups are secret and we can't always share that stuff, but if, if they can listen to a couple podcast episodes, sometimes they start to maybe get some understanding and um, it's, well, honestly, it sounds like your boyfriend's already really understanding of your situation, but that's a, that's a good point to no, make. No, he's, honestly, he's great. Oh. Yeah. That's wonderful. No, it's, it does. It changes, it changes who you are. It shakes, it shook my existence to pieces. And I didn't, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I maybe didn't always know who I was, but it, that shredded mm. anything I thought I did know away from me. Yeah. And I'm just building it back up now and I'm liking what I see, but it it is absolutely life altering. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Oh, gosh, I get goosebumps just thinking about those first few days of shock. Yeah. So if people want to get in touch with you, Shay, how could they do that? Um, Well, you can email me uh, at s.r.com. Lee930 at gmail.com. All right. You can also find me on the Facebook pages, uh, the NPE friends, if you're there. Uh, my name's Shaylee. Wonderful. I will put those in the notes as well for today's episode. And Shay, is there anything else that you wanted to share today? Honestly, just just thank you for having this podcast and being you know being a light at a at the end of a very dark tunnel at the beginning of all this i'm glad and thank you today for sharing your story these stories are here for us to identify with if you are an npe would like to share your story email npestories at gmail.com you do not have to give any identifying information If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us.